Hey, listeners. Before we get into today's episode, if you enjoy this podcast and would like to support us by becoming a paid subscriber, you can do that by clicking on a locked episode and following the instructions, or you can click on a link in the description. We are creating special content and are planning to add more and more special perks for paid subscribers, but either way, we appreciate you just listening to our podcast and supporting us in that way. Thank you so much, and let's get into today's episode. Welcome to Widow Too Soon. This is Michelle Bader Ebersole, and I'm sitting here with, oh, nobody, all by myself. Did that in honor of Mark. <laughs> Mark is unable to be here today, so I'm doing a solo podcast episode. So we'll get into the topic here in a second. But first, what's been going on since last week? Let me think. I had just gotten back from Louisiana last week. Um, Haley had National Honor Society, and that was awesome. I was so glad that I came home early from my trip because they were um, saying, one of your parents, note the word one, one of your parents will come up here and pin this on you. And so if I wouldn't have been there, she would not have had a parent to pin the little uh, National Honor Society button on. So I was so thankful that I came back in time to be there for that. And Joel stayed a few extra days to get some work done. So I actually didn't see him for like half of the week. It was our first time to be separated apart from each other in our marriage. And it was difficult. I'm so thankful he is home. We've been married uh, six weeks and two days, but who's counting? And it's been going really well. And it's it's been amazing to have a partner and just be in this new season of life. We had some really awesome weather. Um, Joel and I went running a couple times last week and we went paddleboarding twice. Um, That's kind of unheard of in Washington, but it was like 86 on Friday. So we went to a lake and then it was, I think also in the eighties on Saturday, went to another lake. So it was very fun. It's beautiful. He's really starting to enjoy it here when it's getting nice weather. So that's been kind of the last week has just been about kind of getting in a groove again. Uh, We had a really important meeting this morning about Widow Goals, my nonprofit, and starting to get a plan and some funding. I've been doing a lot of grief recovery where I'm meeting with um, people who are going through grief and just helping them with steps to recover from their grief. And so that's been really, really awesome. I'm currently working with uh, six or seven, I think it's six now, people, and I really enjoy that. So that's a little bit of what's been up with me. So we will go ahead and get right into the topic. This is way faster with just me. I know um, Mark and I usually talk for like 15 to 20 minutes about what's going on. Um, but I just want to get right into the topic. It is called preparing for Mother's Day as a widow or widower. So I'm going to speak to obviously the widow side of it, um, what that's like. And maybe next week when Mark is back, I can have him comment on what widow, what Mother's Day is like for him as a widower. So for me, it was like probably one of the hardest. I mean, Christmas was the hardest the first year. But it was one that I didn't think would be this hard that was very, very difficult for me because if you're like me, it's usually your husband who actually does the gifts. Yeah, the kids make the cute little things at school sometimes, but it's really – for me, it was Luke who really spoiled me and made sure I had a great day. We had this tradition every year he would buy me 
a nice lounge chair for the backyard because it was starting to be nice weather. We had a pool that we call Lake Bader. It was like my favorite thing to do. And like, you know, the ones we got would only last like a year. And so it'd be about time to get a new one. So he would always buy me that um, the last Mother's Day, which, you know, was only a couple weeks for us before he passed away. He got me this really cool pillow with like a picture of us on it. And it was a picture from when we were dating. That was super sweet. And uh, a lot of times on Mother's Day, I would also buy myself stuff. I remember buying myself an iPad and you know, all of that stuff, which kind of leads into how I do Mother's Day now. Now, this year it may be different because I'm remarried, um, but I'm going to speak to when I was a newer widow and just how it's been. So the first year, um, my daughter Haley, of course, she remembered. There was a really sweet card on my door and about how I'm the best mom ever. Um, but that was it. There were no other gifts. And so that was really, really um, – difficult to, uh, you know, just have that. I mean, I, I believe I did, um, have some other, a few friends who did send me gift cards and things like that. So that was really, really nice. Um, but it was definitely different. So I'm going to give you some steps to prepare. So you're getting this a couple weeks before mother's day. So I want you to prepare mentally that it's probably going to be a hard day. That doesn't mean it has to be horrible. I'm going to give you some steps to make it better, but it doesn't have to be as bad as it was for me when I wasn't expecting. It's kind of like if you know something's coming, you can prepare a little bit more. So something I want you to do for yourself is I want you to treat yourself. I just, if Mark was here, he'd be like, treat yourself, you know, from Parks and Rec. I know he would be saying that. So there you go, Mark. Um, but seriously, I want you to think of what are you going to do for yourself on Mother's Day? So what I did myself the first Mother's Day is um, I actually had a gift card and I bought myself a lounge chair. So that was really special um, to still be able to do that. Went shopping and uh, I think, you know, went to lunch probably with my mom and my kids and all of that, my parents. And then I gave my permission, myself permission to go shopping. I went to Kohl's, which is one of my favorite stores. I got the lounge chair. I got a bunch of other stuff. I think Haley might've gone with me. And, um, what I did last year, because that was my second Mother's Day, um, is I bought myself a paddleboard. I planned ahead so it would be here by Mother's Day, and I took it out paddleboarding. I'd never done that before. I'd I'd rented a few times, but or maybe that's coming up on two years. I want to say that I've had it longer than a year. I think it's that was two years ago. Maybe I don't know. It's all blending together. But one of the Mother's Days. I went on Amazon and got one of those, um, you know, inflatable ones because that way you can just deflate it, inflate. And it's part of the workout, you know, when you're sitting there like trying to inflate it, it takes a long time with the pump, but it's totally worth it. Worth it. I'm always like, it's part of the workout. Um, so that was very, I would say empowering to be like, Hey, I can buy myself something like this and I can figure out how to do this. So I took it to a lake by myself on mother's day figured out how to inflate it and got in the water and it was awesome. And then it became a thing I was doing quite often. I actually have two other widow friends um, that this past summer and this summer, but I think, believe it's been two summers. Um, we have been going paddleboarding. We meet up we're like, Hey, let's, we all have our own inflatable paddleboards. We meet up and we go and it's really fun. So maybe that inspires you. Maybe you want to go on Amazon. It was like 150. It wasn't that expensive. 
and you want to get something like a paddleboard or maybe there's something else you want to do for you. But I want you to plan ahead. Think right now, what am I going to do for me on Mother's Day? And give yourself permission. I also want you to make plans so that you it doesn't come to Sunday, I believe it's May 14th this year, and you're sitting there and you're like, uh, I'm all alone. Like, I don't know what I'm going to do. Make plans, whether that's plans by yourself to go shopping, paddleboarding, whatever, or with a friend, or, um, you know, if you have your mother still alive with her, like something, like make a plan so you're not sitting there. This is one of those times, you know, how we talk about, well, you don't want to do a stirb where you, you know, short term energy relieving behavior where you keep busy so you don't think about. It. But this is one of the times I think it's important to keep busy so that you're not like dwelling on the fact that you don't have your husband there. Maybe also stay away from social media. I remember that the first year it was really difficult for me to see all of these moms bragging about the presents they got from their husbands, you know, like, oh, my husband just got me this or whatever for Mother's Day or my husband and my kids got me this. That was difficult. So maybe stay away from social media um, unless you feel strong enough, you know, to do that. Um, just go ahead. I think the most important thing is just Give yourself permission to take the day off, right? You're a single mom now. Being a single mom is so hard. It doesn't matter whether they're little kids, older kids, whatever. It is so hard to be a single mom. So if you have little ones, arrange for someone to watch them. There's plenty of like teenage babysitters who need money um, or somebody in your community, you know, that could watch your kids so that you can have a few hours for yourself. My counselor always says, put on your own oxygen mask before you take care of those around you. So Mother's Day is your day to have an oxygen mask. And here's the other thing. What we feel, we heal. If you feel sad, let yourself feel it. I'm not saying not to do that. Let yourself feel the emotions, but then move forward and then go on with your day. And maybe part of your day is spending time with your kids. Like maybe you're like, okay, I just really want to like play a game with them or I want to, it's the day that you get to pull the mom Trump card. Like this is the day I get to, cause I'll be like, um, we're watching what I want. It's mother's day. I'm choosing the movie or, um, we need to do this today. It's Mother's Day. And you can get them to play a game with you. You can get them to do whatever, especially if teenagers. Sometimes it's hard to get them out of their rooms. So I know I've used that a lot on Mother's Day. Like, no, I want to do this. It's Mother's Day. And um, yeah, so that's kind of like what's helped with me kind of down a, another path. If you are someone like me who is dating again or married again, you have to be clear about the expectations. Let me tell you about last Mother's Day. So Joel and I had not really talked much about it. So he didn't know if it was his place to celebrate Mother's Day with me. And so he didn't really do much. And then I was disappointed. It was this whole thing. And he ended up sending me flowers later um, because he didn't realize how important it was to me that I wanted him. You know, he didn't want to feel like he was overstepping like what you know, what, you know, was Luke's, you know, what he did, he didn't know what to do. And so just be clear, if you do have um, someone you're dating or married to, just be clear with them, like, what are the expectations for Mother's Day or Father's Day? Um, now, as a widower, I'm sure all this experience is quite different because you're missing your spouse. I can just speak to it like what I feel like on Father's Day. 
I feel mostly now sad for my kids, sad that they don't have their dad. Like, I don't think we did much of anything last year. I mean, we did something from my dad, but I mean, when the person's gone, it's, yeah, I think the first year, well, granted, the first Father's Day was two or three weeks after Luke died. So that was an extremely painful day, but I believe we made cards and went to the cemetery. At least Haley and I did. I don't think the boys went. But that's the thing too. Like everybody deals with it differently. My daughter has been with me to the cemetery many times. The boys, not at all. Like I think maybe they've been there in the car and they haven't gotten out. Maybe Hayden got out one time and that's okay. I'll let them know that's okay. Like you don't have to. Everybody deals with it differently. And for me, it's something I like to do. It used to be every month on the 23rd, I would go the first year. That's the, the, his death date was May 23rd. I would go and go there. Now it's just kind of like once in a while. And definitely I'm going to, like, I went right before my wedding. I just felt like going. And the 23rd of this month will be three years for us. I will, I'm sure go on that day. I'm sure Haley will go with me and, um, everybody deals with it differently. So this is going to be a really short episode. So to sum it all up, moms, I want you to one, plan ahead on how you're going to treat yourself. Two, give yourself permission to have the day off, like get a babysitter if you need to. Three, I want you to actually do this and relax. Maybe for you, it's like going for like going to a spa, getting a massage. I hate massages. I hate people touching me. So that to me would be torture. But for most women I know, they love it. <laughs> go get your massage. Maybe you want to go get a makeover and like get new makeup. Maybe you want to take a bath. Maybe you want to go on a run. But I want you to plan ahead so that when you get to that day, you're not just like, I am so sad because I have no plans. I mean, I definitely felt sorry for myself that first year. I remember it very clearly because it was in the new house. We had just moved here and my boys, I don't think they, maybe they gave me a card later, but I woke up to a card on my door from Haley. So I do remember that. And they're usually, you know, they do their best, but it's not the same as like when Luke used to actually buy me things. So, um, so I don't know this year what we'll do exactly. I'll probably still buy myself something. I'm sure the kids will make me something and then I'm sure Joel will give me something too. So it's just kind of figuring out um, what works for you. And while we're on that subject, I just want to share one more thing while it's just me on here. Um, I've had a couple people tell me that they've, they had to stop looking at my social media, a couple widows and different things um, because it was hard for them. I think we talked about this recently that I am married again. And, you know, so I just want you to know it's never to be like, look at me, I'm married. It's like to give you hope because when I was a brand new widow, I remember the first time I talked to a remarried widow and I, it gave me so much hope. I was like, okay, it can happen again. And so I want you to know that I'm, I share about Joel and my happiness and my love um, because I, I want to give you hope. And I hope it does that. And I hope it doesn't turn you off from wanting to listen to this podcast. And if you're not someone that wants to get married again or date again, or you're just not there, that's fine too. Like in the beginning, I wasn't either. It made me sick to my stomach to think about dating somebody else. So that's a real, a real thing too. Like I wasn't always this way for the first while. I was like, no, I don't want anyone else but Luke. And then one day things changed. And I realized that, you know, he's never coming back and I want to be loved again. I want to have a life with somebody. I want to 
have special moments and travel and do all these things. And, and that's the other thing, you know, we've talked about both Mark and I have found our loved ones in different crazy ways that only God could write the love story. Just to review, um, you know, Joel and I went to college together and then one day, I mean, I hadn't thought of him since college, literally. One day he came across my feed on Facebook as someone you may know. And I clicked on him and added him as a friend. And then it kind of went from there. And, you know, um, uh, Mark met Tina through the podcast. So it's just you never know how God is going to bring you your person if that's something you want. And some people don't ever want someone else. And that's okay, too. The biggest thing to know is like whatever you're feeling, it's okay. So I'm going to wrap it on up. And I hope you guys enjoy your special day that's coming up in a couple weeks and just take time for you. That's the biggest thing to recharge, to refuel, be the best that you can be, like get what you need to be filled up so that you can be there for your kids because they need you. And hopefully they realize that that day is a special day for you and that you're able to just take those moments. So I'm going to wrap it on up with prayer. God, I just thank you for this day. I thank you for these widows and widowers. And I just pray that you give them the peace that passes all understanding. I pray that their Mother's Day is filled with peace and love and joy. And just even right now, you'll be giving them ideas of things to do. You'll be preparing the way for babysitters or whatever they need in order to Um, have a great day. And I just uh, thank you that you are our healing comfort in this journey that can be incredibly hard. And we just thank you for all you've done. Amen. Well, if you liked this podcast, give it a little bing, five stars on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. Um, It's also on Spotify. You can now give it a rating and review. We'd appreciate that there. And thank you for all of you that listen in all the countries all over the world. We definitely appreciate you. We love it when you reach out. If you want to reach out, you can email us at widowed too soon m at gmail.com you can send us a facebook message widow too soon or instagram all the places so thanks again for listening and next week we will be back um with both mark and i all right have a great day bye guys i want to share something with you that i'm really really excited about i've mentioned it a few times but i am now a grief recovery specialist and what that means is i help people actually recover from grief. Like you don't have to stay where you're at. I take people through one-on-one and groups and we really go through steps to identify first what's holding you back. Did you know grief is like having a bunch of rocks in your backpack? So we've got to unpack those and I give you step-by-step ways to actually move forward. So if you want to learn more about this, there's a link in the show notes that you can book a call with me. I do one-on-ones, I do groups. I would love to speak with you about how this could work for you. Thanks.